It's the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coach's Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Middle Tennessee Electric, Little Caesars Pizza, Craig's Tax Service, and Franklin's Printworks. Back on the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coach's Corner, it's time to talk some Seagull Girls basketball. And um, Coach Sean Middleton joins us. And Coach, it has uh, has been a while since we have talked on the Coach's Show. And unfortunately, the last time we talked was at the start of the, the pandemic and the, the end of the softball season, which I know is, is still something that hurts here. But, man, we're just trying to get this basketball thing going here. And um, so far, you've got a couple of games in. Right. So far, we've you know it's been positive, and we've been able to 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 of course get practices started and, and have two games under our belt, which uh, is is always a positive thing and has gone pretty smoothly so far. And I think we've got all the all the protocols down as far as managing the virus and uh, taking temperatures and, and making sure the kids are are healthy and and you know socially distanced and all those things that 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 we've come accustomed to, I guess, which has become become normal now so we've we've gotten used to those things and it's just you know it's just a way of life at this point with the masks on the bench and the coaches wearing masks and the whole the whole nine yards so we've just gotten you know it's just something we, we deal with every day yeah and you know a, a lot of people are dealing with this you've had to deal with you know contact tracing and some kids there and not and i, I know coaches are creatures of habit so that has to be frustrating in a sense for you all it is. We started the season with with five out to begin with for the first – I mean, basically we had them for one practice, and then they were out until a day before the first game. So against Green Hill, we had five that didn't play that day at all. And like you said, we are creatures of habit, and we have a certain way we think things should go and get frustrated when, you know, when we're not able to follow through with that. And so we went that first week with basically six and seven people at practice. And what's that changes up your drills, that changes up all your preseason things that you try to get in, put in. It limits what you can put in. It limits how much live you can go. I mean, it's just a lot of a lot of things are limited in what you can do at that point. And there's not a whole lot you can do. You can. It's not the kids' fault. Uh, it's it's not anyone's fault. So I mean, you can't. It's not like they're just missing practice to miss. And you've got to deal with it. And, and to be honest with you, you got to, you've got to be dealing with that all year. You, you just never know what, what's going to happen or who's going to be out at what time. So basically everyone's got to be ready in, in, in a situation like never before because any player could be out at any time this year. Yeah, and, and I guess that goes for opponents too. When you're when you're putting your scout together and you're trying to practice, you know, for a particular opponent, you really don't know a hundred percent whether they're going to have uh, everybody that normally plays. So it's going to make that kind of tough. It does make that tough, and you know, you could you may you may scout a team, and they may not have two players when you scout them. So you come out and do your matchups, and and you've got you know what you think is the game plan, and all of a sudden they've got two of their better players that are playing that night. So you better get more than one game as far as watching, especially this year, because like you said, it, it could be a situation where they were under quarantine, the game that you scouted or, and now they're back. So you've got to be prepared for all, all different angles like never before. 
We had a chance to uh, see your girls in the, the first game of the season with Green Hill, and I know that you weren't at 100% in terms of the personnel in that game. But, um, you know, really a pretty good atmosphere at, at Siegel, and uh, Green Hill brought a nice crowd. It, it was just good to hear basketballs bouncing uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, it was. And like you said, it was a good, it was a good crowd to be, to be in the season with and a great atmosphere. And, you know, you, you couldn't beat with, you know, with what was out there in the environment that we were in, considering, you know, like I said, being the first game and, and uh, people are still, you know, with COVID numbers still going up, people are still kind of anxious about, do I go, do I not go and, and things like that. But like you said, a great atmosphere for the first ball game and good crowds on both sides. And you competed well in, in that game. And, you know, there were some familiar faces uh, out there. So you do have some experience coming back. Yeah, we started, you know, like like uh, Serenity had 16 that night against Green Hill. And, you know, she started since she was a freshman. AZ is a sophomore, AZ Abel, and she, she had 13 that night. And, you know, they started since they were freshmen. And, uh Carrington Creasy's a senior, and, and she started since she was a sophomore. So you, you've got some experience on the floor there, and and you know we missed you know we missed some kids with uh, Aaron Van Hook started that night, and uh, she's a junior, so and she's she's got some playing time in the past too. So you know the, the thing about being young and kind of taking your lumps is is at least they've got some experience under their belt now, and and have been in the fire of of seven AAA and and, and played in these games, so they kind of know what it's about at this point. Let, let's talk about that fire that is 7 AAA. Um, you know, I, I, I know that year in and year out, it, it has to be one of the toughest leagues to play in and, and have a, a rebuilding uh, effort going on in, in that particular league just because, I mean, the competition is so high every single night. It is. And, I mean, from top to bottom, I mean, everybody's gotten better. Uh, and it's, you know, you've got uh, Bill Hawkenberry that's now at Rockville. You've got um, Lonnie Drayton, who's now at Smyrna, and Chelsea Lyman, who who's at Laverne. And they're all going to push their groups and their teams to be better and and be prepared. And, and of course, Jennifer at Blackman, you know what Jen's going to bring to the to the party and, and she, they're going to be ready to play. And, you know, there's not there's not a give me in that group. As far as as far as you know, what you're going to play against, and and but that's been that way for my lord forever, you know, since I was at Smyrna. So I mean, it just it's just that kind of league. And if you you know, even when you play out of district and things like that, they pretty well know that your your kids just through playing in that league for years are, are seasoned, and and it's going to be hard to 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 fluster them as far as you know game time situations. Yeah. Sean Middleton is joining us as we talk Seagull girls basketball. Um, Coach, in, in, in a year that, I mean, there are going to be changes. Um, you know, I, we've already gone through a week and there have been so many schedule changes. I don't, I don't know that I can keep up with all of them, you know. And so uh, it, it's, it's just going to be one of those type of, of, of years. So we know that for tournament time, it's important to play those district games. Kind of how is seven AAA going to handle that this year? Well, basically, we're, we're you know we we've been back and forth trying to figure that out with with our bylaws in the beginning of the year, and basically what we've decided is the first everybody needs to we're going to make sure everybody plays one round for sure, depending on the situation. Uh, plan on playing two rounds, of course, but 
if that happens, we're going to reschedule any first round games that, that get canceled for COVID or, or that reason. We're going to cancel. If that gets canceled, we're going to reschedule those. Now, on the second go around, those games would be a COVID you know, forfeit. And we would take in a tiebreaker situation, would take the actual head to head actual game that was played if there's a tiebreaker situation. So if we do get in a bind in, in you know, in January, February and we would be in that situation where hopefully we would get at least the first round in that we could reschedule. And, and we've decided that that second round, if that's not possible and there's not time to reschedule it with the, you know, with the quarantines that are going on or whatever that case may be, then we'll handle it that way. Yeah. So, so it, in that second game, if it's a, if it's a COVID, w- would it be the team that couldn't play the, the other team would get the win in that? Yeah, a COVID the team, win? Uh, yeah. The other team would get the win and you would get a COVID loss in that situation, but let's just say they came down and those two teams were tied. If you won the actual physical head to head, you would you would you would win the tiebreaker. Gotcha. Yeah. And um uh so that that and we know the tournaments are gonna be completely different, but uh you know, right now our goal is just to get some games under our belt, right? I think we're just taking it step by step, like you said, and we're we're you know we're two games in and we feel lucky to have those two in definitely. And you just, you basically, I mean, every day, if you, if you just, as far as school goes, there's, there's kids and and teachers and administrators that are, that are being quarantined because, you know, being socially traced and, and, and tracked that, you know, that we're in contact with someone or, or a loved one at home or a family member. And you you know, it's just out of your control at that point. And you don't know when it's going to happen. And so it's not a, in that coaches really struggle with a, with with not having a plan they can follow, and it's just you know it's uncharted waters because you don't know what tomorrow brings. I I, I would think that you know there there are variables in in the game in any sport that um, are uncontrollable, but when you add another one in here to that, you know that that that's new and and there's really no rhyme or reason to what happens. That that's just got to make you pull your hair out. It does, and I mean the situation with that. You know, we're we're going into flu season, and that really scares everybody because the symptoms mask each other. And how are you going to know the difference? You know, and until you get tested, and you know, uh, you know, there's a period of time to wait on a test to come back. Even so, all those situations that you're that you're going to be thrown at, and you're going to be in a game situation with a you know, with a plan going in against whoever, and you're going to get a player that's not going to be able to play that night. And you're going to have to handle those situations. And the positive side of that is you're going to, you're going to use your whole roster. So, I mean, there's a positive side to it too. You're going to see some kids playing that normally wouldn't have hit the floor as early, you know, in, in the season and things like that, because you're going to have to rely on those kids and you're going to coach differently because you know that that, the young lady may be on the floor for you and actually playing quality minutes when they probably weren't going to be before. Yeah, that, that's a, a great point there. Coach, as we wrap up here, kind of give us an idea of what you've got coming up here the next few weeks uh, in uh, Seagull Lady Hoops. We are going to a Thanksgiving tournament. Uh, at the, right now we are. Uh, and playing in Cannon County, and we'll play PCA on Friday turn around and play Cannon County on Saturday and then come back to Siegel and play Cookville, a very good Cookville team on Monday. And then the next Friday, turn around and go to Stone Memorial and play a good friend of mine, Mike Buck, down there. So 
got a busy, busy couple of weeks ahead of us. And, and uh, you know, I think it will help the girls a little bit being out, being out of school, you know, next week to give us, you know, three solid days of, of preparation and to get ready for that kind of, you know, four or five game run there. And uh, hopefully, you know, not being in school, then that takes away some of the some of the tracing if somebody does get the virus and uh, they're not around a friend that they normally would be at school or something like that. So maybe that can kind of stabilize things a little bit. And and, and you're talking about non-league competition, uh, a Cookville team that uh, beat a very good Stewart's Creek team by 20 and Stone Memorial, which uh, got to the state tournament last year. So you've got some pretty right. tall cotton, right? It is, yeah. It, it, it is, and it just, you know, it just gets your kids better. And it seasons them and gets them ready for, honestly, what you're going to see in 7AAA the whole year. Well, Sean, I appreciate the hospitality this last week. And uh, John and I were just excited to get a basketball game in, even though uh, some people, uh, like your principal, said we look like Martians and we look better with masks <laughs> and things like that. But, you know, we do what we got to do. Do what you got to do, and I think it. I think it worked out for the best, and we always enjoy having you guys. Well, it was it was fun, and I uh, hope you and the entire Middleton family have a a, a great Thanksgiving, and uh, proud to see that that son of yours is doing well and uh, got a degree and all that good stuff. Yes, he does, and he's uh, going to enter the next phase of his life. So we'll you know we'll see how that goes, and we're very proud of him for his accomplishments and in, in, in graduating with his with a business degree and uh and moving forward yeah i got to see him on uh on tuesday it was uh, good to catch up with jordan coach Absolutely. appreciate it and uh man i appreciate you very much and we'll catch up with you here soon